His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. I'm sorry. If you're not into the royal wedding like I'm not, tomorrow morning, if you have people in your house, like Allison, for instance, they're going to have they're gonna sit around with all the whatever stuff and watch this thing. Whatever stuff. Are yeah. you talking about like crumpets and tea? Yeah, and that scones? stuff. That stuff, you know. I know Jim's into it as well. Oh, uh, graham crackers and ice water. <laughs> okay, here's Janice. Janice, I know you're joining the conversation, 800-447-7234. How about you? Royal wedding, not. Please. Oh, my gosh. I am so excited about that. I have my tea. I have my scones. I am. I told my daughter, I said, don't call me. Don't message me. I've got four beautiful grandchildren, little ones. I'm like, I don't want to hear nothing from nobody because I am there. <laughs> you know, Janice, this thing that people are doing to find out their royal names. Let's do that with Janice. So fun. Okay, we already know the first letter of your first name. What's the first letter of your last name? G. What is the month you were born? April. And what is the day of the month you were born? The 14th. Don't ask me for my social security. (laughs) (laughs) You are Juliet Grafton, Duchess of Lorne. Ooh, a duchess. Oh, yeah, Juliet, like Romeo and Juliet. I hope I don't have the same outcome. No, you won't. (laughs) Because you are royalty. Thank you so much. I love you guys. And we've got a lot of people up here in Cleveland and, uh, well, White County and Habersham County. Cornelia, listening to you. So say a shout out to us sometime. Shout out to you. Uh, thank you. Y'all have a blessed day. Oh, uh, you too, Janice. You're so cool. Okay, so Allison put this on a blog post. Yes. Do you guys want to know your role names? Yes, please. Okay, Jim. You are James Manfield, King of Cornwall. Oh, man. I got responsibilities. That's, yes. That's close because you are the King of Corniness. So, oh, Cornwall. Oh, Cornwall. I get it. That's nice. Rob, yeah. Oh, you, yes. You are Ridgewell Devante, Sir of Bridgewater. Bridgewater. <laughs> He's just a sir. Yes. And, and I am Anne Sheffield, Baroness of Ross. Oh, nice. What? What in the world is yeah. that? Nice. If you want to know your royal name, We've got the generator up on our blog. Just text the word ROYAL to 800-447-7234 and we'll connect you with the royal name generator in time for the royal wedding. You can share it with others. And, oh, if you just have to know, like now, you can call 800-447-7234. We'll generate your royal name. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. You're feeling very royal. Uh, Well, I'm not really excited about the wedding, but so many people are excited about this whole Harry Meghan thing tomorrow. How can you not be excited? I'm I mean, it's not. It's a wedding. Exactly. That's exciting in itself. It's a wedding of people I don't know. You're celebrating 27 years of marriage. You should be That's... happy for someone else getting married. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's so nice. Okay. So I, I don't know if you heard earlier, but if you text the word royal to 800-447-7234, you'll be able to figure out what your royal name is is and you can share it with others because it's a cool really cool thing to do at 800-447-7234 even some texts are coming in yeah sandy harris says my title is scarlet huxley the fourth of lady of ross oh she figured it out lady of ross nice isn't that beautiful and then Karen's is Kinsey Arathon, Dame of Windsor. The These Dame are so fun. That is. Okay, th- this is this is Caroline. Okay, Caroline. Um, I'd like to know my royalty. Do you spell your first name with a C? Yes. And what's the first letter of your last name? M. And the month you were born? March. 
And the day of the month you were born? 26. All right, so you are Catherine Mansfield, Dame of Bridgewater. How does that make you feel, being the Dame of Bridgewater? Why, lovely, darling, lovely. (laughs) What are you most excited about with the wedding tomorrow? Well, I just want to see all the... I'm excited to see all the waste of money. (laughs) The waste of money. (laughs) That's kind of right, you know? They spend just a little bit of dime on the royal wedding. I heard her dress is over $100,000. No joke. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. I know. It's crazy. My chest hurts just hearing that. Aren't you curious of what that looks like? No. Man, where are they getting the money from? Yeah, royalty. Okay, you want to know your royal name? We got the whole generator on our blog at hisradio.com. So just text the word royal to 800 447 7234. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. This has been so much fun generating your royal name. Some people have already texted the word royal. Text the word royal, that's the keyword, to 800 447 7234 because you can share this with others and come up with your royal name. Yes, a friend texted in to find out the royal name is Pandora Sheffield, Grand Princess of Leinster. Leinster. Mm, a grand princess. Yeah, not mm. just your everyday princess. <laughs> <laughs> what was yours again, do you remember? Yeah, mine was Anne Sheffield, Baroness of Ross. Oh, that's so nice. Mm. Okay, so here's Daniel. Let's figure out Daniel's. Somebody else tried to give me a different way to look it up, and I did not like the, uh, what they were giving me. I was like, I'm going to try this a different way. What did they give you? They said, Lord Ivor Zorro Castrode. Well, that's not a bad royal name. That was my first dog's name. You don't want to be named after the dog, so we're going to help you out here, Daniel. So we got the first letter of your first name already. It's D. What's the first letter of your last name? First letter of my last name is D as well. And what month were you born? February. And what day of the month were you born? The 5th. All right, so you are... Dalen Devante, Grand Prince of Connaught. <laughs> That's more uh, royal. <laughs> That's better than being named after the dog, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so text that word royal, 800-447-7234, and let's figure out what your royal name is. The royal generator is right there, and then you can share it with others, and they can do it as well. Rob, Allison, and Jim. You already know, maybe, if you're new to the, to the show, Maybe you don't know that Jim has a very strong feeling for cats. And every now and then he goes a little bit off script and we'll talk about another animal in the kingdom, which today it has to do with dogs. Dogs, yes. They're very popular creatures that people own. Sure, you've heard of them. You've probably seen a few. But there's a burning question out there that we really need to solve before we go into the weekend. All right. And that is, when is a puppy at its cutest point? Huh? Does anybody know? No. I okay. Mean, are all puppies cute? I would, I would think. Well, yeah, but there's like a peak to the cuteness. Oh. Like me, I'm still peaking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm getting cuter all the time. So, anyway, uh, there's a professor, Professor Wynn of Arizona State University. He did a study, did a little research, because that's what professors do at universities with money that comes in. They do important studies like this, and uh, this is what he found. So around seven or eight weeks of age, just as their mother is getting sick of them and is going <laughs> to kick them out of the den, and they're going to have to make their own way in life, 
at that age, that is exactly when they are most attractive to human beings. So, so it fitted together precisely as I hoped it would, which is really cool. So why did you do the study if you already know? <laughs> okay, good. So what he's also saying is that doesn't mean after they, you know, peek at that cuteness that we no longer love them because we've already got that attachment mm -hmm. to them because that's when they hook you yes. at that seven or eighth week. Look at me, I'm a cute puppy. And then boom, you got it. Mm. Isn't that great? So now we can enjoy the rest of our time throughout the weekend and into next week and all that stuff, knowing it's seven to eight weeks. Okay. Thank you for that. I feel much more knowledgeable. Inside note, I feel like you peaked on cuteness a while ago. Yeah, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's whoa. all downhill from here. There we go. Well, and since Jim does have a strong feeling for cats. <laughs> what kind of cat hangs out in your house? Well, it's a house cat. <laughs> what kind of cat hangs out in the alley? Alley what kind of cat is a chocolate candy bar? We're talking about puppies. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of cat are you? What kind of cat are you? I'm really cute. Tell me, tell me true. What kind of cat are you? I'll give you those clues. What kind of cat are you? Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Are you really going to do this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, sometimes I still think back to 2015 and that debate that divided the world. You know the dress? Remember the dress? Oh, the two different color things. Yeah, dress. some yeah. people either saw it as white and gold, some people saw it as blue and black. Well, now there's another debate that instead of engaging your eyes, engages your ears. And your brain. <laughs> okay, so everyone's probably heard this, but listen to this and tell me what you hear. Laurel. Jim? Jim? <laughs> uh, I hear Laurel. Okay. okay. You sure? Laurel. Listen again. Laurel. 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 Allison, what do you hear? Laurel. For real. Really? Uh-huh. Really? First time I heard this, mm -hmm. and I think others, what if you do, chime in, 800-447-7234, call or text, we'll be watching the text. But when I first heard it, I thought it was like Jerry or Lanny or something like that. Laurel. But it was Yanny, uh -huh. is what people are saying. Yeah. Now that you say Laurel, that's all I hear. Laurel. Now, I want to do something. You don't mind. No, go okay? ahead. Okay, this is the, this file. Laurel. I've got some equipment. I'm going to speed this up okay. and see if I hear... Y it's Yanny, right? Yanny. See if I hear Yanny. Laurel. No? Laurel. No, I still hear Laurel. Uh-huh. I'm going to slow it down. I'm going to slow down this file. Laurel. And see what it says. Yanny. <gasps> I hear... What did you hear? Yanny. Jim, what did you Yanny. do? Yanny. This is the same file. Laurel. But I just pitched it down a little. I slowed it down. Yanny. Yanny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little possessed there, but. Yanny. It's, yeah, I hear Yanny on that one. Wait a minute. I hear Stephanie. Laurel. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, kidding. apparently, it does all have to do with the frequency. So if you're able to hear a higher frequency, which is more likely if you're young, mm -hmm. by the way, you're going to hear Yanny. I hear Yanny. <laughs> you don't okay check this out do you see this text we just got a text and she says when she when they listen on the phone it's laurel when they listen on the computer it's yanny hmm. like the whole speaker thing interesting i don't know but i guess the point is we don't need to fight because it could be either laurel. depending on how your ears work i'm angry yanny. <laughs> laurel yeah i know i'm hearing both now i know that's pretty cool <laughs> Weird. So can we all get along now? 
I don't know. Uh, I feel divided. <laughs> I hope the country can make it past our first world problem today. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Everybody seems, a lot of people, not everybody, but a lot of people seem to be so enamored by this whole Laurel Yanny thing. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting. It makes you think about the human body and how Laurel. our ears work. Yeah. Al, you should have seen it. I wish you would have seen this. Allison kind of tilted backwards to talk to somebody on the other side of the room. And she goes, are you, are you, what did you do? I hear Yanny now. <laughs> and I played it for her again, and she heard the Laurel thing. I'm still not convinced you aren't she, playing a trick on me. She thinks I did so. I played this the one file. That's it. And she thought that was it. Okay. Because so. I've always heard Laurel, and then all of a sudden I heard Yanny. Yeah, well. Weird. Okay. I didn't do anything. Okay. 800-447-7234. The calls and texts are coming in. Yeah, Janice says, I've listened to this so many times, it can only hear Yanny. When you played it, uh, this was the first time I heard Laurel. I was shocked. Really? I'm, I'm shocked too, Janice. <laughs> and then we got a text from Amy. She says, as a choir director, I have to train my ear to pick out higher and lower pitches. When I focus on the low pitch, I hear Laurel in a low tone. When I focus on the higher pitch, I hear Yanny in a higher tone. It almost sounds like the chipmunk. How can you, Amy, you have to teach us how to do That's that. That's a skill. It is a skill. Mm -hmm. I just can't look. On. Today, I'm going to listen for the high pitch sounds. Yeah. I can't do that. That's crazy. Okay, James, what are your thoughts? I drive a truck. Wednesday night, I finally found on my Facebook the Yanni and Laurel thing. But if I was, and me and my wife were listening to it, if I was looking at my screen, I heard Yanni. But if I flipped my phone over and listened to it from the speaker close to my ear, I heard Laurel. But if you, and I flipped it over, back over, you know, I had it on a loop. I heard Yanni when I was looking at the screen, flipped it over, heard Laurel. Whoever said something about the, I think it is the frequency, whoever sent in the text about the computer and the phone, yeah. I think they are right. I would agree. What about your wife? What does she think? She said that somebody was messing with our ears because she said, she was saying that they were, they said it two different ways on the same audio file. That's what she was thinking. I don't know. But like I said, I was sitting there and I was like, I was listening to it closely. I heard Yanni in my truck, but then when I got home and started looking, you know, put it close to my ear and listened, I heard Laurel. So it's, it's got to be the frequency thing. Well, let me tell you what I did. I actually slowed this down, James. This is the same. This is this file. Laurel. I slowed it down and I heard. Yeah. That's so weird. Isn't that crazy? That's yeah. not even a high-pitched sound. That's just me slowing down the file <laughs> of that. It sounds like. Yeah. I heard Yanny there. I don't yeah. know about you. I heard Yanny. Okay. When you, I heard him go, Yanny. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Bo. <laughs> More than just pretty voices. I don't know why this is a debate. Laurel. On what you hear with this thing. <laughs> Laurel. A lot of people seem to be talking about it for some reason. Yeah, and texting. We got one from Whitney. She says, just now when you played it, it was the first time I heard Yanny. But when I turned the radio up, I heard Laurel the second time. So I think it probably depends on which pitch you hear better. Huh. I think we're all going crazy. Mark says, what if you hear Lori? <laughs> I'm with you, Mark. That's okay. You can <laughs> hear Lori. Like Jim. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Leanne's joining the party. What's going on here, Leanne? I found it interesting where it actually came from, and I don't, I'm sure y'all have read that as well. It's from a high school girl, and it started out as like kind of a project for class or something, and then it ended up going viral, and it was her birthday, and I just think that's so cool. <laughs> oh, that girl in Lawrenceville, Georgia, right? Yeah. That's just really cool. I mean, it's like the dress and all that is understandable. Well. When I listen to it on my phone, if I'm looking at my phone, I hear Yanny. If I look away or turn my head, I hear Laurel. I've heard a lot of people say that, that when they when they turn a certain way, Allison actually turned a certain way, and she heard that and thought we were pulling her leg. Allison, we're together. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> 
Okay, okay, that's it. Mornings with his morning crew. This weekend in downtown Raleigh is the Artsplosure. Artsplosure in downtown Raleigh? Huh? We're all going to be there. Everyone's going to be there. The whole world is going to be there. However, there's a little competition. A little competition this year because at the Max Sports and Entertainment Complex is the biggest, the world's biggest bounce house. Oh, really? Huh? Mm. So what's the world's biggest bounce house? What does that mean? It's a very large bounce house. <laughs> okay, thanks. 10,000 square feet of bounce-tastic fun. I made that word up myself. That's nice. Thank you. Thank you. you. Yeah. And it's not only for kids. It's also for grown-ups. There's a time, in fact, you kick all the grown-ups off. And everybody over 16 can just bounce their faces off. Not literally, because it's messy. But you can just bounce like crazy. Huh? Is that fun? So there, there's times for the, the mm-hmm. big people to bounce, and then there's time for our little kids to bounce. Yes. You know, because usually those bounce houses are just for kids, you know? And you got to stand out there and watch your kids have fun while you're standing out there and trying to look mature, knowing you want to get in there. They should have, like, a DJ in there doing the doing the. You know what, Rob? Stuff. They do. No way. They do? <laughs> yes. That's so cool. There's an application. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> what about some confetti and silly string? Can we do that, too? No. That's off limits, Allison. <laughs> no, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot of Now it's not too. fun. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for deflating the big bounce house. Deflating. Yeah. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. I'm going to talk a little bit about complaining. Sorry. I hear a lot of it from Jim. Yeah. And usually I tune it out. <laughs> but sometimes there's maybe something valid to his complaints. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I never complain. And this time I was like, <laughs> I kind of agree with him. He's and com- that scares me. He's complaining about complaining. Yeah. Uh. So Jim was complaining yeah. that people's voicemail greetings can get a little lengthy. I was mm-hmm. noticing. It's annoying because we all know how it works. Right? Yes, we should by now, yes. <laughs> Yet people feel compelled to explain what to yeah. do, what A to say. A beep is coming up, so get ready. <laughs> Leave your name and number and the time you called. And a brief message. <laughs> and then I'll think about calling you back. <laughs> On my word, people are texting. 800-447-7234. Yeah, we got a text from Linda who says, A lady in New Hampshire's voicemail is the word speak. So all she says is yeah. speak. You would like that. Perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about just a beep? Yes. Would that be even better? Yeah. Okay. Oh, this is Stephanie. Stephanie, what's going on? My daughter was two years old and I let her be the little voicemail person. And so she's still on there and she is now eight years old. I have a two-year-old who left my greeting on my phone. It's just adorable. What does she say? She just says, hey, you've reached Stephanie and Rowan. We're not here, and you can call us back. Bye-bye. To then, and she's eight now, so she gets to call and listen to it, and she thinks it's the sweetest thing. Oh, that is so cool. Aww. Okay, that's that's like the cutest one ever. That right? is. You can't get rid of that either. No, forever. <laughs> Mornings with his morning crew. Well, Jim, our producer, did bring up a pretty good point. Some voicemail greetings can be long. Mm. And they all have instructions that we kind of already know. Yeah, it's a given now, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it's insulting. <laughs> he says it's insulting to him. So uh, we're getting your thoughts about this at 800-447-7234. Yeah, we got a text from Sandra. She says, 
you've got to call my daughter's cell and hear her message. And then she gave us the phone number. I called it. Oh, you did? I called it. It's cute. Okay. Warning. Cute factor on now. Okay. Mm -hmm. So here we go. Hi. So I just want to let you know. I love you. I love you. You are an amazing person. I am a raindrop. You are a giraffe. You belong to be free. And this may sound ridiculous, but right now, all I want you to do is just to go. Go and eat some cheese balls. It will make your life happier as you being a little, just a great little giraffe. Okay, and I will rain on top of you because I am a raindrop. Every time it rains, you can think of me. Okay, you are an amazing, amazing. Amazing giraffe. You can do anything. Okay. What? <laughs> That's all positivity there. I just felt like I got the biggest pep talk in the world and I can do anything. And you want to eat some cheese balls? Yeah, why not? I get messages like that all the time. You do, huh? <laughs> yes. I just have to delete them. Why? It, it fills up my box. Oh, is that it? Yes. All the positivity of the yes. messages and all this other exactly. stuff. Exactly. Jim, Alice and I are, are your raindrops. Mm. Oh, okay. Eat cheese balls and be uh, a giraffe. Delete, delete. No, stop. His morning crew. I'm like the queen of to-do lists. She is. I like them. I like checking stuff off of them. <laughs> um, and I don't always love the fact that they're never ending. But Proverbs 14.4 says, Where there are no oxen, the manger is empty. But from the strength of an ox come abundant harvests. So here's basically what that verse is saying. You want a clean stable? You want everything done and tidy and perfect? Well, don't get a lot of oxen then. <laughs> don't ever let animals in there. Just keep it clean. But if you want to get stuff done, if you want an abundant harvest in your life, you're going to have to give up on clean being the main objective. I love that thought, and it's so encouraging to me. It's from the new devotional, Always Enough, Never Too Much. It's by Jess Connolly and Haley Morgan. Jess writes, when we get to heaven, we don't want to show God a to-do list that's all marked off. We want to show him a life that's been wrung dry for his glory. We want to show him days when we didn't get it all done, but we did pour it all out. You're not inadequate because you've got an ongoing list. You're just human. Embrace the ox poop. Yes, I said it. Oops. And the list and Ew. keep going. He is mighty in you and he is surely mighty in the mess. Oh, my. And I hope Jim and I are not the oxen in Allie's house. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> Making not. all this mess. <laughs> this is a great devotional. And if you don't have a copy of it already, you could win it from His Radio. So go to our at His Radio Instagram page. You'll see that you just make a comment right there and you could possibly win that devotional. Yeah, we've been giving them away all week and today's the last day. Yeah, don't miss out. That's our His Radio Instagram page. Mornings with his morning crew. It was a horrible backyard fire pit explosion. It was last month. There's a bunch of teens that are sitting around the fire. And then one of them, one of the young men that were there decided, hey, this would be cool. Let me pour gasoline on this bonfire. Oh, no. The thing just like went poof. I mean, it was horrible. And there was about a dozen teens that were injured because of this. And one of them, Corinne, this young lady was burned really bad. I mean, her face and her hands, so much so that she was in the hospital for 15 days, and now she's out of the hospital, and her head, it has to be surrounded by bandages constantly because of the burns that are on her face. Now, here's the thing. She was in the hospital for 15 days, and during that 15 days, 
the prom was coming up. She was hopeful to go to the prom. Well, she got home. She still has these bandages. She had to stay at home. The prom was last Saturday. She couldn't go. But the cool thing is the prom came to her. Her friends are so cool. They, they, they decorated the basement. Her friends and her boyfriend stopped over, and they did the prom in her basement. She was able to dress up and look so beautiful. Uh, Corinne and her dad actually talked about this on ABC7. There were tears. Uh, a lot of the adults that were watching were just taken aback by it. But uh, no, it, it went over very well. Everybody had a happy moment. Having all my friends support, is, it helps a lot. It gets my mind off things. She still has a lot of aspirations on what she's going to do as she continues to go through school and graduate. And she has some great friends, which is amazing. A lot of fundraising going on, too, as they're washing cars and doing things to help support all the medical bills because she's got a long road ahead of her to heal up from those burns. So amazing to see the community support, like you said, raising money for her medical bills and then giving her some prom memories that she was going to miss out. I know. That is just so cool. Yeah, I hope uh, the prognosis is good because i mean that's that's a lot of pain to go through so it is especially when it's on your head and your face like yeah. that yeah. yeah but her hands are healing up they're no longer in bandages anymore but she does have a long road ahead of her but having friends like that helps make it a little bit easier which is so good i'm glad that she has that kind of community surrounding her